When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I'm your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here with the President of the United States of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, uh, how, how are you feeling today? Because the transition has begun. I wanted to see if you're in good spirits. We're in very good spirits, Mr. Tech Stuff person. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. It's very simple. You ever heard of the rope-a-dope? Okay. You know what that is? When, when uh, Matthew Ali, the, back, the boxer, Ma- Matthew Ali, he would... Muhammad Ali? Was that his name? Yeah, it was Muhammad Ali. Okay, so Coat like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Is that who you're talking about? Which is, by the way, assault, and they should have arrested him for that. But he said that um, Europa Dope was when he fought the guy with the grills. He fought the boxer who had the, the hamburger grills. I'm bad at boxing history. I'm sorry, Mr. President. You never saw his commercials with the grills on TV? Oh, George Foreman? M with the grills. The guy who boxed and had the grills. He, George Foreman had the Foreman grill. Well, there you go. So now okay. you know who I'm talking about. Okay, yes. Ex- excuse you. And <laughs> he beat the crap out of Mitch Ali. And I don't, I, don't, I don't say Muhammad because it's, you know, not, it's sort of terrorist. And... <laughs> He punched him. Foreman punched him so strongly and tired himself out. And then, you know, Ali. Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. You know, Ali. We'll call him Ali. Like he's a cute girl. And he, Ali McBeal, was beaten but not done. And then the grill guy was too tired. And Ali McBeal beat the crap out of him because he was so tired. Why and that's can't you what, name these boxers by their names, Mr. President? Excuse me. That's what we're doing. <laughs> we're doing rope a dope with the Sleepy Joe campaign. And now all of a sudden they think, oh, a transition starting. Oh, how nice. We'll go in, sir. We'll go in and have a transition party. And that's when I hit the crap out of them. Sleepy Joe's going to sleepwalk into the Oval Office going, nice transition. And then, pow, right in his sleepy head. You are going to assault. He gets a Trump grill hamburger right in the face. (laughs) You're going to assault the president-elect. You were going to fight Joe Biden. Rope-a-dope Biden. You put it down now because that's called a title. And we're going to win the title. And not the Jay-Z Beyonce title where they play black music. I don't think it works like that where you can just take out the president-elect and then become president again. Well, you'll see, won't you? I guess I will. 
How do you feel that Emily Murphy announced that the transition? Fat. I didn't. That's that's very rude. What? Oh, I didn't ask how you felt about her looks. No, I was talking to Mesothelioma, my wife. She looks like she's put on two pounds. That's what. I, that's what you have to. Are you married, tech stuff guy? I am married. Yes. Well, you got to talk trash sometimes to the wife to keep I, them in line. I won't do that. My wife's pregnant, so I, I will not be talking trash. Well, then you're weak. Okay. We call that cuck stuff guy. I think is your new title. Because I tell you, you know what I did when mesothelioma was pregnant? I didn't just call her fat. I fucked a porn star. <laughs> That's really how you show that. them who's boss. You rope-a-dope Sleepy Joe, and you treat mesothelioma like a pregnant whore. <laughs> you see this? Do you see the energy? Do I sound like a guy who's been defeated? This, no, is, this, is, this is called big second-term energy. Mr. President, it, it seems like since the election, all you've done is play golf. Uh, very I, well, I, by the, you left out very well. Played very played, well. Played very well. I haven't seen uh, many, many press conferences. You haven't talked about COVID at all. COVID Who? numbers are rising. Uh, you should have maybe said something about the holidays and how you, you ever heard that. You know what we're doing now as a joke at my rallies? We're going to have some rallies soon. No masks. Uh, we're having a 5,000 person eyes wide shut mask, no masks, only masks to cover your eyes. That's how we do it. Total breathing, eyes wide shut Thanksgiving party at Mar-a-Lago. Going to be a lot of fun. 5,000 guests. And but what we're going to do is we're going to have rallies. And you know how the left hates it when we play their songs, when we play their music? Okay. Well, Bruce Springsteen is one of the nastiest, you know, pretends to be a working man hero for the left. We're playing The Rising, his famous song, The Rising, at all my rallies for the COVID. Mr. President, that's a horrible joke to make. It's not a joke. We're going to be playing. We're going to be playing the song. I, I know, but I don't know why you are proud. COVID up for the rising. We added it instead of come on up. We added COVID for the rising. So it's a little more on point. You are such a great musician, Mr. President. Well, you know, when he's singing with the guy from The Sopranos. <laughs> I like The Sopranos. It's a good show. Mr. President, though, um, I don't know why. Who you are you talking? We, Emily Murphy. Weren't we talking about we're Emily talking Murphy? We're talking Emily Murphy, but with Emily Murphy, the transition. Murphy's uh, Law. You ever heard of that? Yes, but the oh. transition. <laughs> well, we're doing law. <laughs> what I'm asking you about is the transition finally has begun. Did you wait this long because Thanksgiving is Thursday? And basically, everyone's travel plans are already made. So COVID is going to rise in the next two weeks exponentially. So you can blame Biden for that? I blame China and I blame Biden. So I'm blaming Biden. <laughs> so many titles to choose from. <laughs> and that's going to be, watch this. I'm making a strong prediction right now. Within four months, I will tweet Biden. Parentheses, China plus Biden. 
is the is the cause of all the COVID outbreak. That's what we're gonna call. You know, we're gonna call him. That's his nickname. He doesn't even know it yet. He doesn't even know it. The thing is, Mr. President, you don't think you should have said something about people traveling for Thanksgiving. All uh, CDC, every doctor, professor. Uh, has said that you should not travel for Thanksgiving. You should not gather with your families indoors. People should just stay put and then... ABC, ABC, BBD, the East Coast family. (laughs) I don't care who says what, okay, about COVID. (laughs) Motown Philly, back again. I understand where that came from. No, no, and I'm saying we're going... if If it happens, hey... It happens. Like I said, eyes wide shut party, 5,000 guests, only masks on the eyes at Mar-a-Lago. We're going to see what happens. That's my philosophy. The American people said they don't want me as president. Well, guess what? No president. So you just plan on killing everyone? COVID up for the rising. Mr. President. How would you consider yourself presidential or president? Because I don't think any president in the past or even in the future would do something like this and basically take the. Well, American I'm going to run again in 2024, put- and then we can say, "Oh, look, a president is doing this in the future," <laughs> and then I will look you up in whatever tech stuff box you're living in underneath a bridge, and I will say, "Guess what? You were wrong." A future president is doing it, and that future president is Donald J. Trump, Esquire. Do you know who you would pick as your running mate in 2024? Uh, I would say that right now, top top tier people, Christy mm-hmm. Nome from South Dakota, because she believes in freedom, and she looks like she can bang. Isn't that where uh, like the most COVID uh, spikes are happening right now? Most freedom, and she's hot. And I think that's, uh, you know, I like a hot woman that's into freedom. Okay. And uh, Nikki Haley is obviously a top contender. Ivanka. And notice, see this, all these women, all these mm-hmm. great women. Oh, Trump's so sexist. No, I would pick only women that I think I would want to have sex with. So, uh, you know, Christy Nome, Nikki Haley, who's not white, by the way, so not racist. Uh, Ivanka. And would uh, you ask Big Hawk? Big Huck, I think we said on one of the Patreon episodes, by the way, exclusive content. We said chief of staff. That's why she has a new nickname, Big Chuck. Right. But her not being here, I thought maybe you thought it over. No, because you know what? Even though vice president is higher ranking, chief of staff is. And by the way, you know, imagine Ivanka managing my staff as chief of staff. That'd be pretty impressive and interesting. Uh, so but, impressive. But, uh, you know, she can, believe me, we've seen on the security footage, she's not too shy handling a staff. But I would say the Huck is would be a day-to-day, by-my-side sort of presence as chief of staff, whereas vice president, you go on different things, different trips. So I think she would be more valuable in a slightly lower rank, but a more close rank to the president, me. Mr. President, I, I want to get back to uh, COVID and Thanksgiving again. If there are tremendous COVID spikes, 
and strong. You, and <laughs> sorry, let me rephrase that. No, if, and pow- and you forgot powerful as well. If there are strong and powerful COVID spikes and tremendous and tremendous COVID spikes, do you take any accountability? Do you think it's your fault at all for not saying anything to the American people and playing golf? If they don't know that COVID is out there, everybody knows COVID is there. Some people believe in it. Some people don't. And if they want to believe in it, I agree with them. I had it. I defeated it very strongly. Uh, and if you don't believe in it, then maybe it's like Santa Claus where it's like, you you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't exist. So I think our people can make up their decisions. It's called America. It's called freedom. It's called Second Amendment. How is that Second Amendment? How does how does that have had have any how does how does that have anything to do with with COVID? The Second Amendment. Please explain. Well, that. it's well, it's a very important amendment. You know, as I've said, David Letterman has his top ten lists, and number two is always the funniest one. And I feel like the Second Amendment, even though it's second, is actually the most important. It's it's like a Letterman list, but I would. Uh, <laughs> I would say, you know, our Second Amendment people, they can, you know, you can protect yourself with the Second Amendment from COVID. How are bullets going to protect you from COVID? And I really, I, I don't even know why I asked you that question, but I'm curious the answer. How, 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 are you, how is having a gun and bullets going to protect you from COVID? Uh, well, COVID comes in and sees you have a gun and says, get me the hell out of here. I don't want any part of this guy. He's got a gun. Do you think COVID has a brain and knows what a gun is? I think it's possible. COVID is a virus. COVID does not have a mind of its own. COVID doesn't think COVID. Then, then why was I on, when I was on therapeutics, why did COVID say to me, sir, stop beating us so quickly, sir. Why did it do that? I think you were maybe hallucinating because you're on a lot. No, of no, 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 no. Excuse me. Both Herman Cain and the great Fred Trump both <laughs> said to me at the time, you are kicking the crap out of that COVID, sir. They called how, me sir. How how did they talk to you when both of them are dead? Oh. They're both dead. How did they speak to no, you? No, 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 no. My cousin uh uh Richard Trump is dead. Your father is dead too. And Herman Cain is dead also. Both of them are dead. Oh, well, rest in, rest in power. I mean, I, well, now you got me thinking about the great Jeff Epstein, so please don't upset me. It, it makes no sense, Mr. President. I, I'm trying to make sense of it, but... It actually uh, makes total sense. Okay, so let's move on. Okay. Before we move on, Mr. President, you were saying tremendous, huge, strong, powerful... And all those words describe our sponsor. That's right. It's benonline.ag, Mr. President. We are back again this week 
football again, and all the games are awesome. You know who's also it. back again? Who? Backstreet. <laughs> You're a Backstreet Boys fan? Backstreet's back. Ah! All right. Um, NFL is back, though. Not the Backstreet Boys. I don't think they're reuniting. Mike, uh, I said Backstreet Boys, not <laughs> Backdoor Boys. Calm down. Mr. President, NFL games have been awesome. There have been some surprise teams this year. Injuries. It, it's been a crazy season. Pittsburgh Steelers still undefeated, which is very amazing. You may not be at a game, but you could still bet on all the action at Bet Online. No matter how schedules change or players that play, Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every game this season with the fastest updated odds in the industry. Also, there is casino games. You can play poker. There are prop bets all season long. Even for sports that are not happening right now, you can bet on futures. There are always more options to wager than anywhere online, and that's betonline.ag. Head to BetOnline today. Many listeners use BetOnline. I use BetOnline. Take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. That's betonline.ag. Now, Mr. President, I wanted to ask you how Don Jr. is. Have you spoken with him? I know you were not wishing he would die, but I don't. you didn't think you would be ups- that upset if you lost him. No, and that's once again the bonus content for anybody who doesn't listen to the Patreon. They're missing out. Uh, no, Don Jr. is taken care of and, and his girlfriend, Kim Gargoyle is taken care of because they've been plowing her up the butt uh, ever since I get emotional when I think about my, you know, taking care of my son's girlfriends. I mean, you're taking care of her in such a really, um, I don't know, loving, responsible way. <laughs> you know, that's what makes separates a good father from a great father is that when my son can't carry out his his duties as boyfriend, I step in very powerfully and, uh, you know, dis- destroy Kim Gargoyle on a nightly basis. Hypothetical situation for you. Don Jr. is sick right now. Gil Foyle was sick. Both of them had COVID. Maybe they think... You, can't, is- get, you can't catch it from anal. That's why I'm being very <laughs> safe. I wasn't even going there about you catching me. Well, I wasn't going there either until she screamed at me. The best is yet to come. And then I said, okay. (laughs) What I'm saying is, how would you feel if Don Jr., you know, his health being bad, he looks at Kim Guilfoyle and he decides to get engaged to her. How would you feel if they got married? Uh, you know, who cares? That's uh, that's fine. <laughs> okay, you have no strong feelings about it whatsoever. Okay, just curious. Have you given? You said Don Junior. Has he gotten the proper care though? I don't want to give away what you said on the Patreon episode, but you insinuating some things. Did, is, he, is he being cared for properly? I, I don't really know. <laughs> you have no clue? You haven't stepped in to see if your son is okay? 
I'm sure he'll be fine. And like I said, and if he's not fine, then bye-bye. Now, Mr. President, we do have a special guest tonight. No, I know. He just walked. He just shuffled in here, that old son of a gun. <laughs> son of a gun, I said, Mitch. I said, son of a gun. You've been very strong with the judges for me. I've never met him before. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, welcome to the show. Hello, hello, Dreyer. Hello, uh, is it? Do you want me, Mitch or Mr. McConnell? What would you prefer? Senate Majority Leader, Mr. McConnell, sir. <laughs> Senate Majority Leader, Mr. McConnell, sir. So you want to have me? Do, want me to address you every single time? Well, you know, I have a title that I earned and very respectful. I, you may have to enunciate a little bit, Mr. Uh, um, Senate um, Majority I, Leader. I, I, I think if you just turn up your headphones, you'll see that I'm speaking very clearly. Okay, I'm going to turn up my headphones a little bit. Uh, yeah, turn them up. Yeah, I hear them very clearly. I, okay. hear, I speak Kentucky Turtle. Okay, <laughs> I have very strong language skills. I don't know. Kentucky Turtle was a language. Oh, it's a, you know, it's, it's a dialect that we have in Kentucky. You know, more educated, more. You know, I don't speak like necessarily one of the coal miners who's you know poorly educated, but I speak, uh, you know, as a as a southern sort of gentleman. Okay, uh, Senate Majority Leader McConnell, sir, how do you feel about the transition uh, to President-elect Biden? How are you feeling about it? Well, to be honest, I don't think it's over yet. I think it's uh, the, our president. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Mitch. I appreciate it. I think he's shown great judgment. And, uh, you know, we're going to let the court cases play out. But I think that he's shown incredible restraint. And I think uh, we have yet to determine who is, in fact, president-elect. It, I think when these court cases shake out, we very well see a second term for President Trump. Well, uh, I couldn't Senate- agree. Thank you, Mitch. That's so it's so great to hear just, you know, somebody who's been so great for our country and for our judges speak with such power and truth. Mr. President, we're going to get to it later, but the lawsuits um, that you have filed, almost all of them have been thrown out already. And um, what people are saying, a lot of them are con- being considered a joke, not based on evidence, based on hearsay, based on hunches no concrete factual evidence. Uh, judges have said this. Um, well, I could say, if I, if I may say so, Mr. President, sir. You may? Of course, yes. No, excuse me. He was asking me for permission, not tech stuff. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Well, what I was going to say before I was so rudely interrupted by the tech <laughs> stuff guy is I believe, I believe that we have done a great job with the federal judiciary. We've had so many judges under this president's leadership that I think that we are in a position where we are probably going to start winning some of these lawsuits. So I wouldn't count your progressive chickens until <laughs> until I've bashed them open and eaten the yolks. Is that a is that a saying that you you go by, Senate Majority Leader McConnell, sir? It is. It is. It's a very popular one in my turtle family in Kentucky. 
Another question for you. Actually, two more questions. Uh, for who? Senate, Senate Majority Leader McConnell, sir. What are your plans for Thanksgiving? Oh, well, my plans are to take my wife on a nice uh, trip to China, where her family's from. <laughs> and we're going to get a nice loan of $50 million from her father. And, uh, you know, we're going to eat some turkey and some stuffing. And, you know, as you can tell from, excuse you, as you can can tell from the way I speak, I enjoy eating mashed potatoes. (laughs) Sounds like you have mashed potatoes in your mouth right now, (laughs) Senate Majority Leader McConnell, sir. Um, So you plan on getting together with with family for Thanksgiving and and flying all the way to China. in, In Wuhan. You're going to Wuhan during a pandemic. Well, it's actually safer than it is in this country. So China, China's done quite a strong job handling the virus. So I feel safer there. No disrespect to you, Mr. President. No, none taken. I think you should go to China. That's probably where I'm going to end up after my presidency. You're going to be in China, Mr. President. Uh, China or uh, Russia or... Brazil, you know, one of the great places that's very strong uh, for rich men. I have one more question before Senate Majority Leader McConnell uh, has to go. I didn't realize I had to go anywhere. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought you were you were just coming by for a little bit. I heard you were in a rush, but okay. Oh, no, I'm no, sick. Uh, turtles, you know, slow and steady <laughs> wins. Slow and steady wins the racist. <laughs> Did you say slow and steady wins the racist? Oh, uh, not the phrase. No, that's, that's I thought not... that was I thought that was a phrase. No, well, you know, there's it's, a lot of ways to skin a cat. It's it's slow and steady wins the race. It's not not the racist. Who there's told a lot you of that? Way, there's a lot of ways to skinhead the cat. <laughs> that's that's not a saying either. That's not a saying either. Who, who is telling you these sayings? Uh, well, you know, you win some, and you, uh, you know, you win more. You win some, and you win more. <laughs> That's uh, that actually is a Trump family saying that I taught Mitch. Thank you for using it, Mitch. You used it correctly, very strongly. Oh, Hank, Mr. President, you know, we respect the. Uh, Officer of the presidency, and we think that Donald Trump is probably going to win a second term. But we'll see. We're going to let it play out in the courts. Well, uh, Senate Majority Leader McConnell, sir, just one last question I have for you. How do you think President Trump has been dealing with COVID the past two weeks heading into the holidays and after the election? I think he has done an admirable job. I wish he had. If you don't mind me saying so, Mr. President. Now I want you to speak very honestly, Mitch. Thank you. I would say that it would have been nicer if he had been more pro-mask early on. But I understood he was worried, understandably, about the health effects of mask. He saw the movie Mask with Cher, with the big-headed guy. And I think he was upset by that, and I can appreciate that. Uh, but I, you know, other than that, I think the president's shown very bold, strong leadership. All right. Well, 
Senate Majority Leader McConnell, sir, I, I don't have any more questions for you. Do you have anything else you'd like to share with the audience or get off your mind? Or Remember to go to vote in Georgia for the two Republicans so I can continue to stifle and ruin Sleepy Joe Biden's presidency. Um, thank you, uh, Senate Majority Leader McConnell, sir. It was a, it was a pleasure meeting Thank you, you, Mitch. Thank you. Very nice, strong appearance. And um, if you enjoyed... Uh, the appearance of Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. Uh, sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash MPGA. We have episodes with Kavanaugh. We had Obama. We have Big Huck on all in the last few weeks. Tons of bonus episodes all November. I think total of eight to ten bonus episodes. Plus this Wednesday, this Wednesday, the night before Thanksgiving, which is the 25th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. We have a... <clears throat> Live Perfect 10 episode with a Q&A that's only for Perfect 10. So sign up on patreon.com backslash MPGA and check out all the past bonus episodes as well. And Mr. President, I wanted to ask you about the lawsuits for the election. Almost all of them are thrown out. I know um, Senate Majority Leader McConnell brought them up. They're considered a joke by many judges. They're laughing at you. How does that make you feel? I have spoken very powerfully about our legal team not being what they should be. Rudy Giuliani had diarrhea leaking from his brain. <laughs> That's what you call it? I, I call that um, hair dye. No, no. It was liquid shit coming from his brain. <laughs> and then Sidney Powell... Sydney Powell, let me tell you something. Tell me. If she were hotter, she is not an attractive woman. She's sort of just old and plain and goofy. If she were hot, she'd probably be the best fuck in, in all of Washington, D.C. Why is that? Because she is out of her fucking mind. <laughs> and I yeah. have to admit, a little of me got hard when I was talking, when I was hearing her speak, because I just thought, wow, she's crazy. But then I looked at her and realized she was not attractive. And she wasn't crazy in a good way. She was just crazy in sort of a, you know, tin foil hat kind of way. You hired her, though, Mr. President. You hired her. She worked for you. And she is claiming that a deceased Hugo Chavez and others are responsible for rigging the election. Well, and I can tell you, I can tell you that I denounced that very strongly. I spoke with Herman Cain the other day and he thought it was crazy. He said, Hugo Chavez is dead. And I said, I know, Herman, I know. So we're all on the same page when it comes to Sydney. How did uh, you speak to Herman Cain? He is dead also. Oh, you know what? It was just a random black guy. And I thought it was Herman Cain. So you call was... every black guy Herman Cain? Or Ben Carson. Sometimes they look more like Ben Carson. <laughs> um, you know, but it's... it's. You don't uh, call any black people Kanye? I call Kanye Kanye. So you know what Kanye looks like? We, but because he always shows up with his, uh, you know, he always shows up with Kim and, and she brings her knee pads. And <laughs> so it's, it's, it's easy to tell him because he comes with Kim Kardashian. I got gotcha. you. West, don't forget. I, I'll never forget. Don't leave off the West. I won't. 
Now, Sydney Powell, there were no red flags when you hired her? I actually just thought she was Deborah Burks, and I said, where are all your scarves? It wasn't for a few days later that I realized she was somebody different. How responsible is that of you that you didn't even know who you hired? When you have such a strong case like I do, such an ironclad case for the presidency, you can have a third-rate lawyer. But Rudy Giuliani has disappointed me. You know, he's leaking poop from from the forehead. It's not poop from his forehead. It's look at. Excuse me. Look at it. It looks like diarrhea. It does look like diarrhea, but it's just. Although this, Ella, you see this Jenna, the other attorney, the young blonde with sort of the rack. I like her. Do you? She's she's very passionate. Uh, she could lose a couple, but she's pretty. She's a good thick. And, uh, you know, she's evangelical. And I love the, you know, she's evangelical, but she's willing to die for me. That's a good crazy. So if someone's willing to die for you. Oh, she's killing her career. And I I respect that. Because she's doing it for me. Mr. President, these lawsuits that are being taken as a joke. Well, they're very serious and, and they're being taken seriously by quality legal scholars on both OAN and Newsmax. But those are extreme right uh, media. And the thing is, is that people who are actually looking at it, who are judges on the court, are throwing them out and laughing at these cases. Uh, they're not laughing. They're not laughing. Well, as jokey as you can write in a uh, legal document you are being taken as a joke these lawsuits no i'm being taken very seriously i think now that we've gotten rid of Sidney powell and you know hopefully rudy giuliani his head explodes from all the shit inside of it are you once gonna get we rid get, of rudy once we get jenna ellis as lead attorney slash mistress I think we're looking at a very positive turn for our for our great legal case. We have a great we have to it's a it's called rule of law. It's called rule of law. Why don't you hire OJ's lawyers? You mean Kim Kardashian's dad? Like get the hologram. Remember she had the hologram of her dad at her party. Exactly. I am now represented by the hologram of the whore's dad. What's his name? Shapiro? His last name was Kardashian. One of the lawyers. Wasn't one of the lawyers Shapiro? Another well, that lawyer. was one of the lawyers, but okay. you said, what was the lawyer's name? And I was like, it was Kardashian. Well, he had a team of lawyers. Right. He had Cochrane, right? No, Cochrane, Mike. <laughs> you thought I said Cochrane. Uh, Johnny Cochrane and uh, Ben Shapiro. And, ben Shapiro. Or Robert Shapiro. Ben Shapiro might just be a very strong political pundit that you should know. And uh, a lot of lawyers, a lot of strong lawyers. Well, Mr. President, so Sidney Powell, you are saying that you basically have no association with her. Let me tell you something. If I were to construct my perfect woman, you would take Sidney Powell's sick, diseased, mentally retarded mind <laughs> and you'd put it in Ivanka's body and I would never leave my house for the rest of my life. How, how is Ivanka? We haven't spoken about Ivanka in a really long time. 
uh, she's upset. She's upset that as she calls me daddy. I like it when she calls me daddy. Sometimes I tell her to call me daddy and say sir as well. Daddy, sir. <laughs> oh, don't say don't say it to me, tech stuff guy. This is a family podcast. But uh, no, she's very upset because she wants to be president. And, you know, Jared Kushner is stressed, so he's not even giving her his normal C plus level sex. So it's a very tough and stressful and, and sad time for the beautiful Ivanka. You talk to your daughter about her sex life? No, we have security cameras. <laughs> so that's right. So you're just watching and, and you know what's going on. That's really right. just creepy and weird. No, I analyze it like, you know, John Gruden and John Madden. I go, you know, you play it back and go, this is the moment when she was looking for this and he didn't deliver. Do you use a yellow pen on the screen also? Uh, well, I sometimes spray yellow on the screen, but it's not a pen. What is it? Before hmm. I assume. No, you. I don't know what you were going to assume. I, I was going to assume that you've squirted orange juice on the screen. You'd be wrong. <laughs> what is it? Not juice, but it is sterile. <laughs> you tell us what it is, so I don't have to guess. Well, you can guess, so we can move on. It's it's up to you. Is it piss? <laughs> it is not piss. It's called urine. Okay. That's the same thing. Mr. President, since these lawsuits are being thrown out, what do you plan on doing? I know you don't plan on acting as president until January in the inauguration, but what do you plan on doing besides playing golf? We're going to move to Florida. We're going to set up uh, a news network. And I'm going to announce in the middle of Sleepy Joe's fake inauguration speech, I am going to tweet out that I am running in 2024. <laughs> but you're going to be up there on the podium with him. You're going to actually take out your phone and tweet it? Or are you going to have I'm actually going to, I'm actually not going to be. And I think we might have said this on one of the exclusive bonus episodes. I'm going to come running in midway through his speech, tweet that, and then run in and clothesline him like a WWE superstar. <laughs> By the way, I'm a WWE Hall of Famer. Sleepy Joe isn't. So, Mr. President, you don't plan on succeeding at all? I've succeeded a lot, but I'm not going to succeed. So you're not going to? Or Susudio. You're not going to call him and you're not going to be there for the ceremony unless it's to run in and um, clothesline him and clothesline him and tweet. Correct. No, it goes like this. Sleepy Joe gets up there <laughs> and he's standing up there going, we have to do more as a country. We got to bring back the soul of America. And then I'm going to tweet. I'm running in 2024. And then you're going to see people on screen starting to look at their phones. And when they look at their phones, Sleepy Joe is going to go, what, 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 what's going on? And then I'm going to run in from the other side and clothesline him. You say no secede as you clothesline him. Exactly. <laughs> and then they're going to play Susudio on the, uh, on the loudspeaker. Well, Mr. President, Thank you for joining us another week. And um, 
still Mr. President. They still can't Mr. take President. it away from me. They cannot take it away from you. And um, there was all, they were also talking about Secret Service and what Secret Service is going to be moving with you into Mar-a-Lago eventually. Have I've asked your men. I don't want men. I've asked for the Qaddafi treatment, which is a exclusively busty women to guard me for the rest of my life. Okay. You know, when mesothelioma comes in, I go, get out of here. I think there's an assassin trying to kill me. They're protecting my dick. <laughs> oh, that's, those are some great bodyguards and secret service right there. Mr. President, appreciate you. And um, I will speak to you on, on Wednesday. We have the perfect 10 live episode with a Q&A and that is at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So all or as we call it people. a Q and an on a Q and on. That's right. And uh, plenty of bonus episodes on the Patreon. Well, OK, well, I have something to add to that. Thank you. Can I can I speak on my own podcast, sir? Sure. And I call you, sir, sarcastically. I, I understand that. Well, now you do. Because I explained it. I don't think you knew before. I don't think you knew before. Okay. But what I'm saying is on Friday, which is known as Black Friday, okay, I will be finally doing, we've been a little delayed in the Perfect 10 video, but our Perfect 10 members will get the exclusive video this month, and it'll be Trump's Guide to Surviving Black Friday. Oh, exclusive video for our, only our perfect 10 so if you're not a perfect 10 patreon bump it up and then on sunday we will post the rotten oranges so that's ivanka leveling up i will be reviewing a few movies that are new on streaming services and it will be fun and very talented as always so that's your patreon content for the rest of november very strong very strong also Leave some ratings and reviews on iTunes, also on Spotify, everyone, and check out the website mpgapod.com. We have tons of videos on the YouTube page and grab a T-shirt also. And especially, guys, check out all the Patreon uh, content, patreon.com slash mpga. Mr. President, always a good time. Thank you so much. And uh, any parting words for our audience? Well... This has been a very powerful month, and we thank our Patreon patriots, but I thank myself mostly. Never, but I, I would never like heard anyone just thanking themselves. And that's excuse it. me, excuse me. Just because we're at the end of the episode doesn't mean you can be rude, tech stuff guy. You're fired. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody, it's JL. And uh, what I was going to say is uh, just a couple things. Um, very brief. I'll keep this very brief. Um, check out my other podcast, Righteous PK on Spotify or iTunes. There's a good new episode up this week and you should subscribe to that. But if you don't want two podcasts, I get it. But what I will ask you to do is immediately sign up, especially our Patreon people, but sign up for my newsletter, um, at my website, jlcomedy.com. You just scroll down to the down the homepage and give me your email because then you avoid missing shit that I'm announcing uh, because of Twitter algorithms. That's all. I'll leave it at that. There's plenty of other stuff to promote, but that's, that's the main thing right now. So thank you. Are we done? Oh, okay. 
God help us all.